Hi guys, welcome to The Green Diary and for those regular listeners, welcome back to The Green Diary. Um, I hope you're well and had a great weekend because normally I publish each episode on a Monday. Um, So yeah, I hope that you're all good. Um, I'm actually in a really great mood. Over the weekend we had a Greenworks workshop. So Greenworks is uh, my company. We basically look at teaching the next generation about sustainability so it's through workshops products etc um so that's why this podcast um exists because it was based on the green works just trying to make sustainability easier for everybody you know as i mentioned in my intro um episode that i feel like we're bombarded with so much stats and and information that it's just hard to digest what we need to do on a micro or individual level. So the Greenworks workshops is really for children six plus. Um, and basically I just go through different fun things. Like I make I make sustainability fun. So this weekend, the subject was mainly around gardening and how we need to look after our garden. doesn't matter what type of garden you've got. Um, it could be a, on a balcony. It could be an urban garden. It doesn't matter, but it's about the importance of looking after our plants and wildlife. Um, and also, I, I gave them the opportunity to upcycle some materials like egg cartons and um, plastic bottles into bird feeders and water f- bird feeders. If you're curious to see how you can create your own bird feeder or water feeder, um, please just go onto all my socials. I'll leave it in the uh, copy section. And you can make your own. Um, it's really, really easy, especially if you've got kids. Like, it's just such a great way to kind of talk about sustainability and show the next generation that you can upcycle. You can use what you have. You can use all the materials you have. You don't have to buy things brand new. Um, and that's part of the session too. Um, so yeah, I had a great weekend. And now we're planning the second workshop, which will be about nature's heroes who are the pollinators. So like uh, bees, bats, um birds um wasps many insects um and different types of animals small animals so yeah really excited about that so i'm just like in a really positive mood right now <laughs> um and we just want greenworks to grow bigger and bigger um but yeah check out the website if you want more information so anyways this week we're going to talk about reducing your food waste now food is like a big thing like I love food I absolutely love it and I actually I'm quite privileged to be able to cook every night and the reason why I say that is because you get people that don't have the time to cook because they're so busy they don't have the resources or they don't they simply can't afford to cook every night um so it's really important to acknowledge those people um before we even start because you know i'm talking about how we can reduce our food waste but i do acknowledge that there are people in the world that are struggling to even provide for their families so it's really important just to acknowledge that before we even begin about reducing food waste so if we get into the stats roughly around one third of the world's food is wasted that's about 1.3 billion tons it's actually crazy if you think about it how some nations have just free-flowing food options we go home we buy you know whatever we're going to have for dinner 
and then most of it is wasted um and to be honest i'm not going to uh i'm not gonna you know lie on here i i'm one of the culprits i waste food um and not intentionally and i'm i'm guessing that most of us is not intentional you know to waste food but I put my hands up that I know I can do much better than what I've been doing. And uh, 2024 for me, you know, this year is really focusing on how I can do better, um, especially if I'm teaching others about sustainability or advising. Um, this podcast really is for me as well. Like like I said before, everybody's journey for to um, becoming more sustainable is imperfect like we're not perfect you know we're going to make mistakes but I think as long as we can talk about it and discuss it um, and see ways of how to improve that's the, the most important thing so yeah like I do food um, waste food I mean I'm the kind of person that I'll see I have food like shoved at the back of the fridge I noticed that the best before date is literally tomorrow, the, uh, sorry, has literally passed. Um, and then I will throw it out. And the reason why I throw it out is because my mum is a food technology teacher and she always used to say, if in doubt, throw it out. And I'm quite a, <laughs> I'm quite a doubtful person. So I am terrible for that. I don't do it often. I uh, don't think that I'm just chucking away food like every second, but I do do it like when I feel like I need to actually reading up on some articles around food waste and about how we can do better um you know the best before date is just there um you know just for basically for supermarkets and actually we can we can eat the food after best before date for some foods i think it's best to kind of look this up on google um, and just double check and go to a credible source um but a lot of food can actually be eaten past the best before date but i'll get into that later but that's something that i've learned through my research um but yeah i just wanted to make a point that i am one of those people that food that wastes food i'm not proud of it and like i said i want to do better so hopefully this episode will inspire you to you know just really um reduce your food waste so let's focus on environmental impact so why is it that food waste is such a big deal um obviously you've got moral reasons as well for example because we are more exposed to different stories around the world um, and just knowing that people are struggling uh, to provide for their families, there's a bit of a moral complex around wasting food. And for me, actually, this is number one for me and then environmental um, because I always feel very guilty wasting food because I think that actually someone else could have got that or someone else could have ate that. Um, so that does play on my mind a bit more than environmental reasons. Um, but that's down to the individual. You may not care. I don't know, you know, who's listening to that. Hopefully you do care, um, but you may not care. But if we put moral complexities or moral status aside and we look at more environmental impact there's many reasons so if you look at it if like if we break it down in terms of land water and energy consumption number one to produce food um it requires a lot of agriculture uh to expand um to meet the demand of food which can obviously lead to deforestation and disruption to habitats and destroying homes it's a bit like when i was talking about veganuary and i mentioned that livestock is needed obviously to keep up with the demand of eating meat 
Um, and it's the same thing, like like food requires space, even to grow sc- crops. So even just wasting food is like wasting that land. It's like you physically going there and chopping down the wood to make room for, for food that you need you or want and you eating it and then wasting it. It's just a waste of um, everything, resource. So that's number one. Number two is also looking at water. Um, the obviously primary resource, I'm sorry, primary source of food production is to do with water and global water usage in general. So wasted food means wasted water on, you know, that particular crop or um, animal. The other big thing is energy consumption. So, you know, if we look at the cycle of food and even just to move food around, like the um, distribution of food, it takes a lot of energy to do that. Um, and as we know, the energy consumption can include a release of greenhouse gases. Um, for example, oil used to fuel mas- machines and vehicles and also just energy used to just produce uh the crop or meat whatever because it's also maintenance to make sure that the crop is at its full potential before it gets to you you know fully grown um as well as the meat as well so i think we need to acknowledge that this is one of the significant reasons why food wastage is bad because it just it just takes up so much energy just to produce one thing um i mean there is an argument that most of the food wastage is coming from supermarkets which i do agree and i think that we can do something on the macro level for example we can protest we can write into our local supermarkets we can start petitions so we can push on our on our end to really fight for uh like reduction of food waste um but ultimately it is the policy makers and it is the the bigger decision makers to have a hold on industry Um, problems in terms of food waste Um, but I think we also need to be accountable of what we do according to carbonbrief.com around about 70% of household food waste is actually edible which is crazy if you think about it that is crazy and that's where my moral compass comes to play because I always think oh my god like that's crazy that's that's terrible so again like yes we can push the fault to the bigger companies and the industry in general but I think we do have a part to play and what I'm going to suggest is just so simple it's just like easy easy tips that you can implement in your daily routine that's not going to hurt you it's not going to cost you more money (laughs) it's not going to make you feel bad it's just simple things that we can do and I think it just takes a lot of willpower and determination to say right I'm gonna change my ways today or or next week or whatever obviously it's completely down to the individual but at the end of the day like I was thinking about these tips and I thought they're so simple like I should just be doing them myself so I think number one to really changing or making a difference is planning your meals like let's put okay I'm gonna put my hand up I am definitely I can be an impulse buyer especially on a Friday night or the weekend I'm like oh I fancy this chocolate bar oh I fancy this 
coke or whatever i'm terrible for that when you go into the supermarket and you already have a shopping list or you've got it on your phone and you tick it off it helps you not impulse buy also this year i've tried to be really really strict on my budget because i'm saving for different things um so actually going in there with a budget helps a lot because you're just like whoa i can't go over that budget line (laughs) so it definitely helps so i would say number one like plan your meals like write down what you're going to have for the week like every single day uh write down a list and kind of like cross check to make sure you can you have enough to eat but not only is this so cost effective but it's going to save you from buying food that you don't need and then another tip would be just checking what's in your cupboard before you go make that shopping trip because a lot of us go out there and we're like oh I can't remember if I I have flour and then we end up buying flour putting it in well positioning it in front in the front of your cupboard pushing the other one to the back which is probably not even touched and then you look at the expiry date you're like oh my god like you know it's come up to the point where it's gonna expire and that's the issue I think I you know I'm definitely gonna put my hands up to that too like I've done that before so I think if you check your cupboards plan your meals with your family to know what what you're doing each night of the week write a shopping list this is one way that you'll stop impulsive buying and then you will obviously reduce the amount of food that you buy so the next tip is really close to my heart because (laughs) i love wonky fruit so a lot of us like look at might go shopping go to the veg or fruit aisle and you look at i don't know a vegetable and you see a little blemish on it or you might see it being a bit wonky obviously we're brainwashed to believe that apples are meant to be shiny (laughs) and we also brainwashed to believe that they're meant to be a certain shape when actually no you know i'm not going to go into the history of food right now and a history of um, vegetables and um, fruits but remember over time um, the scientists and farmers have put together the best concoction to produce perfect fruit also they're all picked so they look a certain way so it looks more attractive to us and unfortunately over the years we've been brainwashed to believe that a shiny red apple is what a apple should look like when that's not the truth i mean if you have apple trees or any type of fruit tree around you or vegetable plant around you you'll see that they will they grow funny they grow in different shapes different sizes different weights and it doesn't mean that it's not edible so i'm quite this is quite close to my heart because when my mum and i used to go shopping my mum used to pick up the ones that looked a bit weird and for me like it's normal to have a weird fruit or a weird type of um shape but I didn't realise, like, for other people, like, it's a big deal. Um, so I think, like, the most important message here is pick up the ugly fruit. <laughs> like, just pick it up. Just try it. Like, if you really, really hate it, you know, maybe blend the the bruised bits into um, a blender and have it with a smoothie or something. But at the end of the day, most of the fruit's actually okay. Um, there's a stat that I think it was um, the National Geographic, and it said that about a third of the planet's food goes to waste because of the way it looks that's enough to feed two billion people 
Now that's crazy. Like even that stat alone <laughs> could make you feel like actually I'm going to pick up that wonky veg the next time I'm in um, the supermarket. So yeah, that's an easy tip. Just pick it up, pick up the wonky um, veg or fruit. And also this helps the supermarkets. If you can imagine the amount of people that's like looking at vegetables and fruits and like dismissing them. Um, and the amount of food that they have to then throw away because people don't want it. Um, I don't think it's a chicken and egg situation because I think the supermarkets can help a lot more. But I think we need to do our part in this. And my tip is pick up that wonky fruit. Number three, I mentioned this earlier on in, in the episode, but the most important thing is understanding labels. Like there is a sell by date or use by date. Um, and I guess both of them are important, but obviously the sell by date is for the supermarkets information. You can, you know, eat the food after the sell by date because that's just the sell that's for the supermarket to sell the item by that date. In terms of use by it is, I wouldn't want to advise anybody to eat things after a week or two, because I don't know, I don't know how bad it is. And I'm not a scientist and I'm not a food nutrition person. I'm, I don't deal with these things. Um, but I would say, just look it up. And most of the time, if it's gone out, um, you know, if the date has expired um, and it's like a day or two after, most of the time it's going to be all right, you know. And I think um, as a nation or as a society or as a people, we should all be aware of this and um, eat the food, basically. So number three, my tip is to look at the label and don't be afraid to eat food past the sell by or use by date obviously double check on google and also don't like be crazy and eat it like two months after because it probably has gone off number four is better storage options so as we know or some of us may not know oxygen causes a chemical reaction oxidizing enzymes will speed up the chemical reactions in food causing like browning and blemishes um, to slow down oxide oxidizing and exposure to toxic matter you need to buy better storage options um, and also as we know that oxygen can cause food to spoil in many ways because it encourages the growth of microorganisms um, and this essentially creates mold and yeast and stuff like that so oxygen is a no-go and storage is yes so better storage is always good so I'm not talking about using flimsy I don't know like a bit of cling film which you shouldn't be using anyway because that's really bad for the environment because it's single use but you should be using proper um, storage units or storage boxes so for example I use um, a glass container with a wooden top um also airtight containers really really help um and sometimes i use um takeaway boxes because that's a whole different episode but it really annoys me when takeaway shops give me plastic containers um but i do use them um for my food and most of them are quite airtight actually so you can use that what i also do is freeze my food like i've got into the habit especially now that i've moved out into malta and as some of you may know, Malta's summers are like fire or hell on earth some of the, most of the time. So um, I've had to get better at storing my food because it just goes off so quickly. Um, so I definitely freeze a lot more than I've ever done in my whole life. So freezing it is a really good thing as well. So now like thinking about like cooking and stuff and we've got like loads of scraps because we probably don't want it because it's not part of that meal. 
I think it's really good way or good practice to kind of use the scraps and reinvent it into something new um so example for example um you may have scraps um scrap carrots or whatever and you can use that to create a broth or you can create a smoothie or whatever it is but don't dismiss things that you've cut off because maybe it's perfectly fine to use i'm not talking about the skin or if it's really not a good look for example if it's really blemished i'm not talking about a little bit blemished but a lot then probably throw that away or put that into the compost bin however i think that more times when you have sorry however i'm a bit tired (laughs) however when you've got scraps you should reuse it and get creative you can create soups you can um, do pickling and fermenting. You can reinvent um, your meals, like maybe plan for the next meal. You have the power to reinvent your scraps into whatever you want. So the final point is really looking at your food scraps after you've done everything. <laughs> so say if you use some of your scraps for smoothies, you've done good storage, and you're to the point where you just need to get rid of some of the food waste, my suggestion would be look into creating a, a compost bin. Um, this stops food waste to well, go into landfill and releasing carbon dioxide. It's also a natural process. Um, it's the best way to kind of move your food wastes um, into a better environment as opposed to it traveling all the way to a, a landfill it being released among other um, like materials and contaminating it it's yeah just try and compost your uh, food waste composting is something that I haven't done myself um, just because of time of me making the compost bin because I actually want to make one um, in for my balcony and I'm trying to work out as well because malt is so hot in the summer will it just stink up my balcony but I'm sure there's ways to kind of combat that and that's something that I'm going to look into um, this summer creating my own compost bin uh, malt is really good because we have organic um, waste bags where um, the way organic waste is collected for me every Monday and um, I love this system so we don't have this in England well I don't have it where I live I just completely love it and I just think it's a great way of like making sure that our food is going to be used in the right way um, our food waste is going to be used in the right way but I think that on an individual level we can also um, try these things like composting other ways you can reduce your food waste is by keeping a food waste tracker or an app dedicated to making sure you're not wasting food. So I looked up some apps um, such as Nosh, which is a AI-based app offering other options to track the food you have in your home. With Nosh, users can view, categorize expiry and use by dates on, on one screen so they can easily prioritize the food to use up first, which is great. That's one. And then the one that I've heard of is Good To Go. Um, where you can basically, whatever the local restaurants or cafes or bakery has left over, you can collect it um, and use it for your meals or whatever. And I think that's such a great initiative. Um, When I was working in London, it launched around that time, I would say about five so five years ago or so um and it was like a big thing like people used to use it so i recommend like downloading these apps uh to one keep track of food around you locally that's going to waste 
Um, and two, obviously keep track of your own food, uh, like Nosh. And I'm, I'm sure there's hundreds of other types of apps if you really want to get involved there. Alternatively, um, if you're not an app person, I know my old um, flatmate, what they used to do is they used to put labels on food when they opened it. So when they opened the packaging, um, they used to put labels to say opened and the date so they know when they need to eat up the food by so that was quite a cool way and obviously that's a cheap and friendly uh, way without using an app and it's in your face then um which is something that i might try actually i might try that soon as well (laughs) and what i'll do i'll let you know how that goes so as you can see there's so many like tips easy simple tips to extend your um food so you don't have to waste it and i think essentially it's just putting these small small um, tips into your daily routine so I'm really excited to start implementing some of these tips in my everyday routine um, just because I literally live and breathe in the kitchen I know some people <laughs> they don't even like go into the kitchen they, they order takeaways a lot so that's a whole different subject um, but it's I guess it's the same thing if you order a lot of takeaways it's all about the storage if you want to keep it for the next day um, it's about eating all of the takeaway and not wasting it um, all these things are, are important to consider too. But if you really get into this and you're like implementing some of these steps or tips, please like let me know, DM me, message me. I would really appreciate it. And if you have any other tips, yeah, just shout out and let me know. And then I can share it on my socials and then share the information with others that want to know. So thank you so much, guys, for listening. I appreciate all of you. Obviously, this is such a new podcast and I'm still quite nervous. I'm still getting used to everything. So yeah, just keep listening, keep supporting and I will share as many tips as I can. Um, We also have a blog post on this particular topic. So if you're interested with more stats and more information about food waste and how you can reduce food waste in your household, check it out. I'll leave all the details within the information um, bit on this episode. Once again, thanks for listening and I will talk to you next week. Bye. Have a good week.